Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota in Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington, home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusOfLexington.com. Introducing the redesigned CatholicSingles.com, featuring new ways that put the spotlight on the person and their faith, not just a profile picture. For the past 20 years, faithful Catholics have used CatholicSingles.com, and the reimagined CatholicSingles.com website is ready to help single Catholics take the next step in sharing meaningful relationships with other faithful Catholics. Remember, CatholicSingles.com for faith, fellowship, and love. But for me, it's all reflection. It was like, how often am I on this device at home for no practical benefit? What our actions are, our kids are gonna gonna follow. So if the kids exactly see us, they're always distracted and on the device, and they'll they'll follow likewise. That's exactly right. If there's a a challenge in this podcast, it'd be like, so what are you, what are you gonna do? What am I gonna do? And, and what are y'all gonna do as listeners or viewers? Good morning, everybody. Yeah. Welcome back to the Catholic Dads Podcast. Glad that you're joining us. This is Jeff. And I'm Chad. Welcome back. Yeah. So I don't know if anybody has noticed, but at the end of the uh, the video of the of the last of the the last one that's released, the most one, the most recent released, yeah, which was the Protect Your Children episode. Yeah. Um, there's kind of like a blooper. A blooper reel. It oh, kind of yeah. lightens up the uh, nice. <laughs> it kind of lightens up the, the the heavy topic, but um, be looking for that. You never know. So. Which, uh, by the way, we're still in the thick of of that ridiculousness. I mean, I just you know that's not going to be the topic of of today. I know there's some letters out there that Catholic lay people have been sending. Um, you know, just uh, really quickly. I'm just I'm I'm really flabbergasted by the. Uh, response of the church leadership, you know, especially Francis and the other folks around into this thing. I mean, that you know, the, the, it broke that week, and then I don't remember the name of the guy said something like, yeah, it, yeah it was that the the church needs to be focused on the important things like climate change and oh, no, no, migrants and, and that sort of thing. You're like, you know, the, there's a a very clear, you know, well defined. Fortunately, we have a lot of these over the years: crisis management, crisis response. Uh, you know, almost like an industry where, you know, public relations people can come in and you can get the CEO in front of the camera saying, oh my gosh, we're so sorry and we're disappointed that we've let everybody down. You know, they, they, there's ways that organizations, especially leadership in those organizations should respond to these sort of things. And, and the leadership in the church almost seems to be going out of their way to do the opposite of what they should be doing to address it. Right? It's, it's not, yeah, this is a, a serious matter and we want to look into it and we understand what's going on. Right now we don't have the facts and we don't want people to go too far. So, you know, that, that's a fine response. But going back and saying, yeah, yeah, we've got more important things to do, good grief, that's the exact opposite thing that you're supposed yeah, to well, do. Well, I think, I think what, you're, what you're referring to is um, 
there was one bishop that that said something like that. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. And then they blew up some one of the quotes that the Pope was like, he had said something about the the plastic in the ocean. Was right, exactly. But I mean, I believe I believe truly in it. First of all, and, and, and again, this isn't the topic, but since we're talking about it, um, number one, take everything in context, right. and and mainstream media um, hates the church. Let's just be real. Mainstream media hates the church. So they're going to take any soundbite that they can that's going to look bad for the church, and they're going to put that out there as a headline. I don't doubt that Francis said that, but what was the context in which he said it? Yeah, I don't was think, a, I don't think they were cyclical or something that he was writing on the health of the oceans. So I don't think that he was, like, focusing on, you know, this crisis, and, uh, and, and he said, you know, hold on, Mr. Reporter. Right. There's a bigger crisis than the sex abuse scandal in the church. Have you seen the plastic in the oceans? Right. It wasn't like that. Um, so just take all that for what it's worth. I mean, because the Catholic bishops did release a, a statement that addressed everything and the needs for, for you know, looking into it by a, a third-party type audit. Grand jury, you know, grand jury right? Well, it wouldn't be a grand jury. They're, they're talking about something different. Yeah. I mean, I imagine there's going to be a grand jury thing for every state yeah. now. But, um, I mean, there's... Yeah. No, that's not the topic, but, you know, I'd like to see... Specifically, have, have you written the mission? Um, I saw your letter. I have not sent it off yet. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the, the great thing is, you know, we have Cardinal Donardo here, who's the... Yeah, so he's the president yeah. of the USCCB. Right. So yeah. we, we got... And he's got a great statement, right? And there was yeah. a, a bishop as well in, in New Mexico that had a great statement. Um, the uh, Our bishop, when we came into the church, which his name is just going to jump on my head, and uh, he's actually over in Philadelphia now. Um Sheffield. Sheffield, thank you. Um, he was the bishop in Denver when we joined the church. He had a, a really good statement on it as well. So, the, you know, the bishops certainly, you know, the American bishops where they're closest to the crisis seem to be responding to it as they should. Yeah. So cool. But, but you've got a different little... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was just a, yeah, exactly. That goes off on a completely different tangent. So, um, but I thought, you know, we've talked about this forever. We'll do kind of a two-parter um, the, about our phones and our devices. So um, the, the first part of the two parters, we'll hit you up with the negative part, and then you know later on we'll talk about the good stuff that comes with it, because there's certainly a lot of good stuff that comes with our devices. Um, but the topic today really is... Or in the spirit of my renewed, challenging you know, attitude, right. I might just interject. You, you might just say that all the good stuff is right now, right? Yeah. Um, I would, you know, so I guess I'll set up a story, and I think I've told you this story before, and uh, it'll come across as judgmental, and I don't care, it's our podcast, right? Um, I, I, this was, it had been weeks ago now, we were at a restaurant, I got there early, I was waiting to meet Aaron and some friends, um, so I got there early after work or whatever, and I'm sitting in my car listening to whatever it was, what kind of tape, or maybe I was talking to my mom. Um, I think I was talking to my mom. Anyway, um, we're at this restaurant, and this dad walks out, right? And he's got this just adorable, I'm going to say two-year-old little girl, right? And it's kind of, it was a little bit of a nicer restaurant, so you can imagine, you know, they're probably sitting in there, and she's getting a little fussy and whatever. It's a little bit later, dinner or whatever. And so he's, you know, outside, and, um, you know, his little girl, they're walking up and down the sidewalk, and she's trying to, like, stop and look at things. And, you know, the guy was on his phone, you know, walking the whole time, you know, with his phone, like, holding her hand, kind of pulling her, and then she'd go ahead and look at something, but he, like, he just kept his pace, you know, like, you know, mm-hmm. wasn't even there. Now, obviously, I don't know any of the circumstances behind why that guy was on his phone. He may have had a crisis at work. He may have had a crisis in family, et cetera, et cetera. We don't have to say all this stuff, right? The, the topic was, in that moment, 
you know, just seeing that, you know, generic dad with his beautiful little daughter having older kids now, right, and knowing really how fast that goes, and, and him on his device, the optics there, you know, the, the view of that was like, it just struck me, right, because I'm that dad all the time at home, all the time, right, and, and, you know, so, you know, nothing about that dad, whatever he was doing was fine, right, but for me, in self-reflection, it was like, how often am I on this device at home for no practical benefit when I've got kids in the house that are upstairs on their devices, mm-hmm. you know, that maybe I haven't even really talked to much today, or maybe, you know, haven't even seen me today because I got home late for work and they're upstairs doing their thing, you know, and I missed out on dinner and I missed out on whatever. So um, really the topic today is, you know, let's talk about the, the interruption that the phones cause because we have all the little notifications and we have the dings and we have this like sense that as soon as somebody texts me, I have to see who it is and have to run back. Right, there's a there's a chemical hormonal response there. Um, let's talk about like the Facebook, the social media stuff. Those have been designed with addictive uh, qualities built in. The same ideas that the the guys that do slot machines, the rings, the endorphins that you get, all of that stuff's built in. So when you swipe, right, it's designed. Right, your mind constantly wants to see just what's down below. Mm-hmm. It's designed that way. It's designed to keep you hooked so they can sell the ads and everything else, which is part of the deal. If you use it, great. Right, you just have to know that. Um, but the key is, as a dad, you know, I, and I always look back to our dad's generation, the generation before, mm-hmm. didn't have that stuff, right? I remember my dad, you know, he came home after work, we'd have dinner, you know, we would do whatever. He might work on a project, he might be in his den, you know, because back then dads had dens. And, uh, you know, it would be man cave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The pre-man cave would be the den, right? He had a roll-top desk and the whole deal, you know. He might be in there, you know, paying bills. But we'd sit around and watch TV shows together. We'd watch the evening news together. I mean, I think a lot of the, the, the you know, the experience I had growing up watching, you know, Peter Jennings' ABC Nightly News in the 80s and, and at eight, nine years old seeing the Cold War, seeing, you know, mm-hmm. all of that sort of stuff, you know, that really affected me and, and matured me in a lot of ways. I remember, you know, just there was a, a newscast about cocaine and crack that had just come out and was a big deal, Right. I haven't touched drugs ever in my life, right? And I look back at that, and that, you know, that newscast about all these people dying, and then my dad sitting there saying... That basketball guy, that basketball star died of crack. I hadn't even heard of what yeah. crack was. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah, but I mean, that's... Anyway, so the point is, like, I was spending the time that time with my dad, and sure, we were watching the news, but he was there and said, look, you know, these drugs are so dangerous. You try them one time, and they'll kill you. It's not like, you know, you can play around with it and then just get unlucky. Right? And we had that conversation, I remember clearly, right? Mm-hmm. Because I was there, my dad was there, I was there, we were there, like, interacting. Um, and the other day, my, you know, my, I was putting one of the, the little ones to bed, and I was on my phone, you know, probably on Facebook or whatever, and my older son came in and just wanted to talk to me about something. And uh, literally, I was, like, so distracted that he was like, oh, you're fine, and walked out of the room, I was like, oh. Like, he was literally talking to me, and I just, you know, was trying to get the little one down, and I was distracted on my phone, and I didn't give him that time, yeah. you know? Um, so I want to just kind of put that out there, and, and so let's talk about how these things can can just insidiously get into the middle of family life, weekends, holidays, whatever, yeah. and talk about that as a kind of family. Yeah. Well, I think so. So in, in the spirit of the of the of the path that you want to go on the podcast, yes. What I see the big the biggest difference, obviously, is that when you give somebody something of their own that they can. Uh, distract their own selves with, mm-hmm. you know, and, and that could be, it doesn't have to be a device. It could be a book. Sure. You know what I mean, like if you've got a bookworm in the house 
and you give them a book, right. and um, y'all are all gonna y'all are all gonna try to do family time. They might be in the corner reading the book, not really participating in family time. Right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be advice, but yeah, it's sure. this personal thing. I've, I've got this um, this tablet, this this phone, and why do I need to you know watch TV, which I might not want to watch what's on TV, right? You know, and, and that's another thing. It's like it kind of goes back to like, well, is TV really where you want to go with right. this? I mean, is, is TV something that we want to be, you know, well, gathered around? I, I remember right playing board games, um, you know, and I don't know if we had like a set board game night or not, but we played a lot of board games. I played chess with my dad, right? That yeah. was one of the, you know, he taught me how to play chess. We played chess together. Um, we, we had a board game that we played as a family based on Murder, She Wrote, the old, you know, Angel Lansbury show, which I won't get into all the details, but looking back on it, I was like, ooh, we really played that game, but anyway, yeah. um, you know, but you know, that, I remember those memories, right? Um, and I think, as a general statement, you really have to make that an effort now because of the distractions of oh, life, right? Yeah. Where before, I my impression is that it was easier. It probably wasn't. It was probably just as difficult. Yeah. Had other distractions, but that impression was we didn't have as many distractions, right? Now the flip side was my dad couldn't pay bills on his phone. I remember him sitting on the couch at the end of the month doing the checkbook, yeah. you know, and he'd have a whole pile of the bills on the table, yeah. you know, and he'd have the checkbook out, and he was trying to reconcile my mom's checkbook with his checkbook, because my mom never wrote anything down, sorry mom, um, you know, and all that kind of stuff, so, you know, he, he had to balance the checkbook by hand, yeah. you know, so, I mean, so there was, like, different things, right, different distractions, but I think the, the key for the phones is that the, it's so much easier, right, because it's in our pocket, and you feel the buzz, and I'm trying to have a conversation with you right now, but my phone's buzzing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, why don't you take it just for just a minute, right? Because it, maybe it's my office, maybe it's my wife, maybe it's my kid, maybe it's, who cares? I'm talking to Chad. That's right. right. And, 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 more and in 10 minutes, it's not going to be that big a deal. I mean, there's a, um, maybe as part of this topic as well, there's that, there's this compulsion that, that these things generate, right? So when my dad was sitting at the couch balancing the checkbook, there's not a an endorphin generating compulsion that is giving him any sort of benefit for balancing the checkbook. So when I come up and want to play chess, no, it's the opposite. <laughs> exactly. Balancing the checkbook is like the only can do this, right? Um, but that's what you know. That's what these are. It's a it's a compulsion. It does. It's endorphins. You can read about it, you know, and, and look it up. There's some really good TED talks on it. There's some really interesting, you know, background on how these things actually. They're, they're, it's a it's a physical chemical reaction that is an endorphin deal just like anything else that gives you endorphins. Um, and we need to be really careful about that. Um, you know, even to the point where we're like, you know, we've talked about having like a little box by the front door, right? Because you like walk in, I don't know, maybe this is like a product idea or something, but you know, you can, you can set custom. Chick-fil-A has that. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't, you, can just where like, you put the uh, phone in the box and if you, if you do it for the whole time that you're there, they'll give you free ice cream. Oh, I didn't know that. That's fantastic. Yeah, it's so like it's in the middle of the table and you. Huh. I'll, I'll have to keep an eye on the checkbook yeah. if we do. But I mean, you could imagine having something like that on the front door. Now we both have jobs where we could get called anytime, day or night, mm-hmm. by anybody, and we have to respond. Yeah, okay. You know, I've got elderly grandparents, and and you know, I'm gonna keep close to my phone just in case anything. We have all these like excuses, but do you really? Right? You know, it, can we go from five o'clock to nine o'clock while our kids are awake, not checking Facebook once, not posting anything, not you know. Having it, even having it, and I found even having it in your pocket when you're trying to have a conversation with somebody, there's still that compulsion there, right? So if you ever catch yourself checking it while you're driving, that's a, a, a pretty big clue that there's something going on there. You pull up to a stoplight, 
like, oh, I can just check my email yeah. really quick. I can check Facebook really quick, right? There, there's something there that's compulsing us as, as Catholic has to do that. We need to, to try to not do that, right? Yeah. Because if we're doing it at a stoplight, then we're going to do that when we're with our kids. We're going to do that with our, when we're with our wives, right? Yeah. So one of the things um, I just discovered was you can change your phone from color to black and white. And then there's a there's a write up that says that you know because it's all in color it's like oh look how beautiful it oh, is interesting. when you turn turn it to black and white boring. it's totally boring yeah, yeah. and um, I mean and everything is black and white so if you go to take a picture it looks like it's in black and white but I believe I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be in color <laughs> right. whenever you flip it back sure I didn't try it but um, I did it man I changed it to black and white. Yeah, I couldn't even last a day with it in black and white. That's it just trumps awesome. me. Nuts. All right, I'm gonna totally do it. Yeah, so and, and, and cool. they have it buried in there. It's yeah. like general accessibility, accessibility something or other. And then, do you really want accessibility? Is this really a good idea? Yeah, do you really do this? Do you really want to put in that key card? Okay, yeah, I'll do it. Right. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, there is something to be said that, that it's distracting us. Um, I do believe though that. It's not necessarily the phones that... Well, I think the phones maybe distract us more than anything else. Um, and the kids are on phones quite a bit, too. But you know, what would you do about the video games? Right. You know, because that's... For, for us, and, and one of the things that, that I think, you know, kind of... If there's a, a challenge in this podcast, it'd be like, so what are you, you going to do? What am I going to do? And, and then what are y'all going to do as listeners or viewers? So to I, um, you know to kind of combat that right what do you gonna, I, what's, I, your, what's your plan yeah yeah so I like the black and white idea a lot I think that's really good um, one of the things that just like at work right because you, you do this at your work uh, computers well turn off your notifications right as, as much as you possibly can turn off your notifications so the, the only notification I have on my phone now are calendar things because you know you get busy at work you forget what meeting you're supposed to be at and what day it is and that sort of thing so those are really the only notifications that I have that pop up so the constant ping of your emails or whatever, uh, text messages, of course, still come through because of that. Use your do not disturb button. Dude, that's like, that's the first, that's the first step, right? So put do not disturb on We you don't want to be disturbed. If you're in a meeting, put on do not disturb, right? Mm -hmm. When you get home, put on do not disturb. It'll be there, right? But then you're not getting that constant click, 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 right? I went like two days with it, do not disturb, turned on and didn't even realize it. It was great. Right, so so that would be the first thing. That's why you never answered me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so it, well, and you know what? And that's I had a, our house mom back in the fraternity house years ago taught me this lesson. I was sitting in her, her room, um, and she had a wired phone still at that point, right? And she was a great counselor, you know, child of the '60s, the best house mom you could imagine, Cherry Wilson. Um, and, and her phone started ringing, right? And we were having chit chat. She didn't even like budge. She didn't do the like jump. She didn't look at it, right? So he didn't answer that. And she said, no, that's a, that's a um, right, not a privilege, right? When they call me, that person is interrupting me. They don't have, there's no, like, privileged response that you should expect. So keep that in mind, too. You don't have to respond to that person right away, right, yeah. um, for the most part. Uh, so, but the, so the devices, the handheld mobile devices that you're putting in your pocket that you carry all day, that have the little buzz, that have the little beep, um, those, that's, a, that's a separate case of distraction that we need to manage like specifically because of how accessible it is, right? It's all about accessibility. They want, they, you know, the, the Facebook, the, the people that are selling the ads and selling the goods, they're designed to do that. They want you on that. The video games, the YouTube, television, you know, all of that, I don't see that as like a separate bigger box that just gets to the whole idea of 
you know, yeah, is it healthy for them to be playing Fortnite eight hours a day? Is it healthy? It would be healthy for me to sit around and watch movies. And that almost for me, because it's not quite as successful, is more of like a moderation kind of discussion. Yeah. Right. So you know, the the phone being such a dis- an immediate distraction, that's when you're out eating dinner with people and the phone rings, or you know, you put you know put your phone up on your table while you're eating dinner with your kids. Like, well, why is yeah. it there, right? That's a that's a for me that's much more of a distracting problem than you know the kids that want to play video games all the time. When I was growing up, I want to play video games all the time, right? <laughs> I mean, my parents had to you know yank me outside, lock the door, yeah. you know, throw me out there and, and make me enjoy the summer in Colorado, right? So it was good. It's so hot. Oh, it's brutal. Um, so that I, I think all kids have that, and just like you're saying, like you know, you may have a book room in the family that you go on family vacation, and, and we you know we've had that where they just bring books. I'm just. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm just going to read this book. I'm into this book. I brought three books. I'm just going to do books. That's almost kind of the same thing as as the kid that just wants to play video games all the time. Um, you know, having and everybody has seen it. Walking through the grocery stores, walking through restaurants, going wherever where you see the little kids that have the device and they're like watching TV as mom shopping. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I can. I get it. You know, I totally get doing that. Um, but on the flip side, you know, if you could turn that around and get the, the kid engaged with what you're doing and, and you know, the, the ideally, right? <laughs> uh, you know, that you have to argue that that's going to be better in the long term, right? Yeah. Because you're going to have that interaction, right, in the long term. You know, who again, right, not judging anybody for what they're doing. You know, we were at Lowe's last weekend selling popcorn. There was a lot of families coming through and there was kids of all ages, right? Mm-hmm. All ages just walking with the screens, headphones in. Dad's going to the, the hardware store, buying whatever, getting doing whatever mom's there, getting plants. And the kid is just like completely disengaged from what's happening around them where, you know, it, that's an opportunity to go into that hardware store and say like, okay, why don't you tell me where the lumber is? Why don't you go pick out some plants with me? Like, you know, this is the project we're working on. We're going to need these kind of screws. We're gonna, you know, the, it, it's a little bit of a, you know, for me, you know, it's a little disappointing now, you know, that I'm mean, pot calling the kettle black. I'm sure we use devices to, you know, placate and, and medicate our kids all the time. Of course we do, right? Mm-hmm. Our kids play ridiculously amounts of Fortnite and downline games. They do all that stuff, right? Um, but, you know, the, it, for me, it's really the devices and, and not giving it to the kids. That's a whole other conversation, right? It's all about the dads having it and us being distracted from what we need to do. That, that's what I'm really, that's yeah. really the core of what we're talking about. Yeah, right? in that it's what, what our actions are, our kids are going to gonna follow. So if the kids exactly see right. us that are always distracted and on a device, then they'll, they'll follow likewise. That's exactly right. But, yeah. um, you know, I think as far as like what, one of the things that we're doing now is, you know, now that school has started back in the, the Williams Homeschool, we've, uh, we've set strict time limits on, on the, when they can be on the on the games, yeah. which um, by extension is is basically if if they're in that time frame, they'll either be because we have only one game console and we have mm-hmm. so many kids that they have to kind of stage when they're on it, so that cuts down significantly the amount of time they're that they're on the game. And then, yeah, if they're not on the game, they might pick up their phone and do some stuff. But um, we've got Circle to mm-hmm. uh, to shut off the internet now, so yeah. like it. Love at that. a certain time of every night it shuts down and yep. right now we're going through the uh, transition period <laughs> they're just like withdrawal they're like what are you doing yep. so uh, it's really awesome yep. so I'm, I'm, I'm happy to have that um, 
I, uh, gosh, we, we can't speak highly enough in Circle. Maybe we can, Catholic Dads has an unofficial endorsement of, of Circle, right? Because um, it, it's a great program. It's a good system. We do the same thing, right? It's, you know, it, you know the, the oldest daughter wants to stay up till whenever doing school work, right? Till two in the morning. Late now, right? Internet, 1030, done, right? Yeah. We're cutting it off. Um, there's there's nothing that you need to be doing after 10 30 night. You can pick up a book if you really want to stay up. But yeah, it's great. It's really and cool. that's and I think so. Like going going back to what I was just saying, there uh, there device having that device is really affecting the way their their um, their do you call it habits? Do you call it you know patterns or whatever? Mm-hmm. But it's like they've gotten so used to over this summer going to sleep by watching YouTube or by you know doing. Like, so the game is, okay, it's time to get off the games, but let's, it's time for bed now. And now they're in bed and they're, they're on their phones. Right. That now that I've taken that away from them, they don't really, they're not sleeping well right now. They're right. like, you know, what did you do? And, you know, this is crazy and I'm not sleeping well and I'm waking up too early. And yeah. so it's thrown everything off. But in the long run, I believe it's going to be a, a positive. And then obviously, I mean, I would imagine... I think I've got the timer set differently for the weekend than mm-hmm. for the weekday, but um, there still is a timer. Yeah. Um, but it'll be a little bit more relaxed during the during the weekend. But I think it's you know there's things that we can do. So again, the challenge is you know what are you going to do? Um, maybe set some type of hard limit. Maybe yeah. when you're going to the store, you know again it's got to start with you. So when I'm saying set the hard limit uh, on Circle, I set myself a limit for Facebook. Nice. Because whenever I looked at how much time I spent on Facebook, I was aghast. Yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yep. So um, I set a time limit for myself for Facebook every day. Uh, so apparently the, the next version of you know, the iOS or whatever is going to be coming with a lot of those things built in as well. I've heard that, that this is in. So the, the pendulum is swinging back, right? We've had these amazing devices there. You know, you really think about historically what these these are, right? I mean, you give somebody give somebody in the 1500s one of our phones and tell them what they can do, right? I mean, it's like magic. Oh, give somebody um, in, right? in the 70s yeah. one of our phones and maybe like it's wow. science fiction, right? Um, but the pendulum is coming back. So iOS is going to have limits for a lot of these apps that are apparently built in. It's going to give you usability metrics. It's going to give you reminders that hey, you've been on this for 45 minutes today and all those stuff. Yeah, from what I've heard, right? And I don't know what it's going to be when it's done. Um, so I think you are seeing it. It's pushed back a little bit, but yeah. you know, really, you know, for Catholic dads, you have to set the the, um, the, example. the example, right? And it's uh, for me personally, it, I'm crazy hooked. I mean, I just I completely recognize it. Right? And not only crazy set the hooked. example, but like come up with the, the alternative. So yeah. like like at night we've we've um, you know inspired by our Novenas podcast. Yeah, we started doing some Novenas. Nice and. Um, and so we're on our second novena, um, and and now what we're doing is is our bedtime routine. It just took you know a little bit of time to get used, used to the new routine, mm-hmm. but now the bedtime routine is everybody comes downstairs. We we uh, you know using the device for good. Yeah. We, we put the we put the the prayer up on the TV mm-hmm. so everybody can read it together, and um, and then after we've read the novena prayer, we'll do our nightly prayers, mm-hmm. and then we go to bed. Yep. And it's just like. You know, again, set the example of what you're going to do with the device, put it away, mm-hmm. uh, limit your time on it, but also provide those alternatives to the old routine, which might have been watching videos or playing video games. Mm-hmm. Well, now the new routine is we're going to be saying prayers, uh, set some game nights like you had mentioned right. earlier. Give them something as an alternative. That's right. You know, if you're walking through the hardware store 
you know, instead of just be like, you're coming with me and be like, look at all this awesome stuff. Right. You know, look at what, what would you build if you had all this stuff? I mean, make, still make it the tools side. Yeah. You know, make it interesting. And, um, I don't know about the grocery store though. Uh, I mean, the grocery store, it's like, if they're not distracted to something, they're going to be like, I want that. I want that. Yeah, I want exactly. that. I want that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Look at your phone. <laughs> anyway, so we'll do, we'll do a positive. This isn't a, we're not, uh, we're not device puritans, right? No, Devices no. have a, a place and they're great and they're fabulous, but let's just make sure as Catholic dads, we keep them under control. Yeah. But also don't be the, don't be the judgmental person. Cause like Jeff said at the very beginning, you don't know what that person, right. that might've been a text saying his mom died. Oh, absolutely. Something, so, yeah, yeah. so, and he, he had said that to his defense. He said he, he doesn't, didn't know the, uh, the circumstance, but we don't know the circumstances right. of what people are doing. And absolutely, you know, maybe he just, maybe he was typing this awesome post about how sweet his daughter is. And he had took a picture and he was trying to post it on Facebook. Good uh, right. Maybe he was reviewing Catholic dad's podcast. I think that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks all for listening. Appreciate it. If you have any thoughts or feedbacks, let us know. Uh, God bless y'all, and thanks for uh, keeping up with us. St. Joseph, pray for us. Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.